We're here doing free COVID testing Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 7. No insurance needed. We were told, make them happy. Say whatever to make them happy, get them off the phone and get to the next patient. That included telling them that their results were invalid, even though they had never been tested in the lab. All you need to know is that you're gonna very soon find out that we're not fraudsters, fraudsters. we didn't do any fraud or any scam, okay? Contrary. Starfish, how's it going today? It's good. It's a beautiful day out. It's lovely. I'm happy spring is here. Oh, me too. It's always always a good thing here. Yes. So, yes. So today I have a story that is coming out of Chicago. Ooh, I love Chicago. Yeah. I like their hot dogs, so they, they have good <laughs> stuff there. <laughs> this is a great month to be in Chicago, actually, because they have a Green River right now in Chicago. I don't know if you guys know that for St. Patrick's Day. It's a beautiful time in there in Chicago. That is awesome. Yeah. Like Ferris Bueller's Day Off, right? Right, exactly. Anyhow, unfortunately, this is a COVID story. Oh, okay. It's a COVID fraud story. Oh, great. So I know I'm like kind of over it, right? It's like barf <laughs> every time you hear that word. I know. Uh yeah. So everyone's tired of it. But anyway, this I have to say is a pretty genius fraud because I feel like it's something that anybody could get sucked into and just not even know. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So this is the story of Aliyah Siaji. I think is how her la- it's spelled like, you know how I am with names. It's like, we never have like normal people's names like Elizabeth <laughs> Smith. <laughs> yeah, or John Doe. Any- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like there's just never any like normal names with these people. So it's spelled S-I-Y-A-J for those that are curious of the spelling. So basically she was a COVID testing scammer who set up more than 300 fake pop-up COVID testing centers and cashed in millions through fake tests and insurance frauds. Wow, 300. Jeez. Yeah. How did she do this? I'm going to give you the amount first. Okay. they scammed for it. They actually billed the U.S. government for $122 million. Oh my god. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. That is Woo. ballsy. Oh yeah. Raking in that cash from the government, man. Wow. I mean. Government's kind of easy to scam because they don't always check everything. You know, no, they don't. Have systems yeah, in place. But obviously this lady got caught, so. Yeah. And we'll get into that. So Aliyah is 29 years old and her husband, Akbar Alice Syed, is 35. They're both of St. Charles, Illinois, I think is where their base is. But maybe Chicago is where they started this stuff. So I don't know. Hmm. I don't know where anything is in Illinois. So forgive me for that. <laughs> so they're both longtime entrepreneurs. The couple previously launched like several different business ventures. Hmm trying to get their feet wet, I guess. In 2013, Syed started a wedding photography business. And then Siaji Aliyah launched at least six different businesses. So she owned the O's Donuts and Cafe as one. She launched that in 2017 and it closed in November of 2020. And that's according to USA Today. And then on LinkedIn, Siaji is listed as the owner of an axe range, an axe throwing lounge. 
An axe throwing lounge? Yeah, like, I don't know if you're familiar with those. I've seen... (laughs) No. I've actually seen some businesses that are, that do that. I mean, it seems kind of fun, but, like, kind of scary, too. Like, you have a bunch of people drinking beer or throwing axes. I don't know. (laughs) Would choose that as a business. It's a horrible idea. (laughs) I mean, think about trying to get that business insured, you know? (laughs) What do you guys do? Wait, break this down for me. (laughs) <laughs> right. Like, what's what exactly? How, how does this happen? Yeah. It looks like they opened a second site in the summer of 2020. I don't know if they're still. Oh, they did close them. Also, like they closed them at some point in 2020. I don't know that they still have those businesses. And then they recently established this company called Anaz Lom Investments and Testing Solutions. I don't know if that has anything to do with this. Uh, fraud or not but it, they seem to be people that just like to open up a bunch of random businesses yeah maybe they and just then, who knows who these people are too like do they just need the money to fund those other crazy ideas or are they just really just trying to get rich or well i mean i think they're trying to get rich obviously like 122 million dollars <laughs> yeah like <laughs> oh man oh my goodness that's so, so their business that did this is called the center for covid control or ccc okay It was founded in December of 2020 to meet a critical market need to establish testing centers where COVID tests could be provided to patients rapidly and safely to minimize the delay and let people get on with their daily activities, according to a statement on the company's website. Hmm. So the company refers Hmm. to Aaliyah as the CEO and founder. And I think she opened a lot more businesses than her husband, too. So she's kind of the mastermind behind all this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, six. Yeah. Yeah. This business claimed to offer free same-day rapid test results. And so some of these locations are pop-ups, run out of sheds, or mobile storage units. I can't imagine, like, rolling up to one of those and being like, yeah, I'm going to give you all my information for a COVID test. I mean, it feels Um, like that's what we're doing now. Like, I literally just got a test, and it was kind of like this little, basically, like, trailer at the edge of a parking lot. Wow. Yeah. So it's like, we don't even know who's running this stuff. I mean, I know this is weird, but I seriously have not had to do a COVID test at all for any reason. Wow. Um, I just, I know like most people have gotten like a billion so far, but I actually have never been sick this whole time. Thank God. Knock on wood. Yeah. Or had a reason to be tested. Like I just didn't have the symptoms or whatever. So I don't know a whole lot about how the testing works. I've been to a testing site with my partner and it was at a Walgreens, which Walgreens, I would assume yeah. is pretty legit. You know? Well, and they do all the different kinds of tests. That's why I, I've been to Walgreens too, because for school, for my children's school, they require a certain kind of test that those pop-up ones, well, okay, well, I'll tell you guys a little bit later. They're, they they supposedly did offer, it was a scam, <laughs> but Walgreens was the only one that I could find that offered that extra special PCR whatever test. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, the little poppy uh, sketch ones can't do that. Apparently, but this one did. uh, One of them I know did do, uh, because that's why my brother went there. So, anyway. Because the the schools have a higher standard for testing. Got it. Well, they should. Yeah. Um, Everyone should, really. But, anyway, so then by the end of uh, 2021 is when the CCC began to experience trouble. They had increased testing due to the surge of the COVID cases after the Omicron variant came. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then 
people started to see some weird stuff. So beginning around November of last year, the frustrated consumers took to social media, Google, and the Better Business Bureau to complain about their experience with the company's sketchy testing sites. So some complained about receiving negative test results even before taking their tests. Can Oops. you imagine that email? You're like, you sign, right. So it sounds like you like sign up online or whatever and you put your info in and right. then you go get tested. Well, then it's like they put their info in and get a result. Right. Like how stupid can you be to not have your business? Push out the notification at the right, right. time at least. Yeah, no kidding. So weird. So, and then there was also complaints of delayed or no results at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So a person named Scott F., I don't have the last name, posted to the BBB website on January 2nd. There were a ton of red flags that this company was data mining scam. That is a hazard to public health. Uh, Adding that the stations were not being cleaned or sanitized in between users collecting samples from their noses. That's gross. Ew. What the? Ew. I mean, I don't know how you would know that. Unless you were, like, watching them, like, super closely or observing. Yeah. I mean, like, literally just 20 minutes ago, I just went to one. So that's why I have this very fresh in my mind. Like, they literally just walked over to the building and grabbed some things and walked out to our car and just got us in the nose. But they pulled them out of little containers or actually wrappers, wrappers. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you could fuck this up. It's pretty easy to get this right. <laughs> this is a very I know. basic yeah, this, thing. <laughs> I know. It's, I just don't get this, you know, because it's like they could have like built the U.S. government, did everything correctly and still made like millions. Probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So I just don't get why they effed it up. I mean, they just must be like the dumbest entrepreneurs ever. I don't know. <laughs> so like it. Yeah, so then in November and December of last year, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services conducted surveys at multiple CCC testing sites in the doctor's clinical laboratory, I guess the main lab, and they found non-compliance with numerous standards affecting more than 400,000 tests. That's like half a million people. Wow. Yeah. And then they got statements from CCC ex-employees that have confirmed the customer complaints to be true. One ex-employee said the unprocessed COVID test piled up in garbage bags. They would either not process a test in time so that it couldn't get released in time, or they would have lost the actual result to the test, or they would have never even processed the test. They came into these trash bags and we counted them on the floor of an office building. The dates were absolutely getting changed. Um, if, if your test was getting late, nine times out of 10, we were probably changing your date to the date your test was taken instead of the date your test was actually being processed. Yeah, can you imagine that? They came in these trash bags and we counted them on the floor of an office building, like where the computers are set up and everything. So we kind of had to scramble around and find a good place to count in that area. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the first couple of bags I counted right on the floor next to the computer, this Michael Pino, a former CCC employee, told the I-team. Pino, who worked at CCC headquarters from September until late December, also said he was instructed to lie to customers about their test results. Huh. Which is even more shady and super shitty. Right? Like say, like, like saying they'll be back sooner or later or what? Yeah. And so what pisses me off about this, not only are you lying to the public, you're putting people at risk with this for right. real. You could potentially kill people doing this stuff because if they think they have a negative test, mm-hmm. they're going to go back to work, mm-hmm. even if they're positive, and expose people that are immunocompromised and everything else. So that's like 
This is like extra shitty. Yeah, right. Half a million people is a lot of people. Right. So then another former CCC employee told that dates were absolutely getting changed. So if your test was getting late, nine times out of 10, we were probably changing your date to the date your test was taking instead of the date your test was actually being processed. <laughs> so that it's like everything they could possibly do wrong, they did wrong. Right, right. Because it wasn't legit. So they didn't. Right. Even- like they had complete lack of training of any sort. I don't know how the hell they were able to even legitimately open it's like, it just goes to show you, where where is all the regulators in this? Like, yeah. where the fuck are you? I bet that the requirements were low because it was an emergency. Because they take away a lot of requirements when it's an emergency. They say, okay, don't worry about it, you know. But yeah, still. Yeah, and so then also, so the BBB posted an alert on the website about the CCC stating that customers allege problems with not receiving test results, poor customer service, and requesting personal identifiable information like driver's license, insurance, etc., Now, this is where Starfish, you can speak to this more than me. When you roll up to these testing sites, like what do they require? Well, so I just went to one and they don't even require your driver's license. They said, go to this website and register and you put in your name, your birthday, your email and your phone number. That's it. No social security, no insurance. I didn't even have to give them my driver's license. Okay. That's all they asked for. And it was just on this little website And then they said you'd have your results by the end of the day. And they gave us these little cards to check it later. So far, they've all come back negative. So it makes you worry that they're not actually processing them. Now that I hear this. I know. It's like, are you guys really doing this? Like, or is it just like some makeup? Yeah. Where's your lab at? (laughs) Can I see your lab? Is it behind the little shack that you're in or something i know it was even a place i'd never heard of the company that i worked with so i was like i've never even heard of you guys i'm gonna go home and google you now (laughs) but it was free so i didn't really care and i think that's the problem i didn't think about how i am paying for it because they're charging the government so we do pay for these, right it's just not we don't pay for them directly so it feels like okay so indirect and easy to just be like oh well it's not a big deal if i didn't have to pay for it but right 122 million dollars fuckload of money so. Right. And it's like the government must give these certain people that decide to open this crap like a ton of money to do this or something. I don't like that. I, I think this needs to be regulated. This needs to be looked at a lot more closely because it's like when we were seeing the first part of the pandemic, people were always wondering about, are these test results legit? Everyone's so critical about how many infections there are and like how many people are sick. There's all this controversy around this. Right. And the sad part about that is that, first of all, There's rarely a false positive. I think that's very difficult to have a false positive. So actually, they're probably underreported more than anything, which again is confusing to people. Right. Because they're already upset. They think they're being overreported, but they're actually probably being underreported because of things like this. Right. Exactly. So it's just like total shadiness. So yeah, the whole thing. I mean, I would say if they're asking for like a bunch of your financial information or insurance information, they shouldn't be asking for any of that. Right, right. The insurance information would tip me off. They never asked. Actually, Walgreens did say, do you have insurance? And I said, yes. I, hmm. I clicked yes through Walgreens. And they have my information because I get prescriptions there. So it kind of makes me wonder if they are actually trying to build the insurance company when they can. I don't know. Yeah, it's just hard to say. I wish there was more information about these sites. Right. Mm-hmm. Legitimacy just seems like a shady practice. 
Because I've gotten a ton of tests. I mean, I've been pregnant twice. You know, you have to go get tested all the time and, and jobs and stuff. You have to get tested, you know. So those places, usually they have a, a brick and mortar site. It's not like some trailer <laughs> in a parking lot. Right, yeah. And then you get the bill from those and they require that you go specifically there. They'll say you have to go to this testing site on whatever street. You have to go here. So right. those feel more legit than this. I don't know why we don't haven't just been going to those places, you know, like LabCorp or whatever. I don't know what they're called elsewhere but here i know i i thought that too like that they would be running the show on right. this you know like places like walgreens that are legit businesses that have been around forever yeah and lab yeah. lab core instead of all these weird little pop-ups but i know with this whole pandemic it's been hard to keep up with the demand because there's just so yeah. many people getting infections or thinking that they have infections, it's I, I think it's just a thing where they just couldn't keep up. Right, totally, totally. Because even at Walgreens, there was lines. You had to wait for 30 minutes just to get a test. So today I popped in and out. It was boop, boop, done. Took, mis- took us right. 15 minutes, so. Yeah, I mean, this is just very interesting. But yeah. anyway, so these people, let's get back to what they did with the money. Yeah. Because you know, again, these criminals are really stupid, in my opinion. <laughs> like most of the time. Yes, like if scam, I scam dumb people. <laughs> I mean, if I'm going to fucking scam the government, I'm not going to be driving around in Maseratis, okay? Oh, gosh. They did this again. (laughs) I know. So. (laughs) Oh, man. Syed on his TikTok account, which has been taken down, by the way, shared photos and videos of luxury cars. Like, they always go after the luxury cars. I don't get that either. I'm like. I mean, this just shows you're in it for all the real, uh, real wrong reasons. Like, like a lot of wealthy people don't actually drive those fancy cars because they're wealthy, so they save their money. Right. That's how you become a millionaire. Right. Is that you <laughs> don't have a Maserati. Those things are expensive to maintenance, you know. Yeah. Like, that stuff's just a bunch of fluff and crap, in my opinion. Right. That's like, my if you follow Dave Ramsey, he tells you to just buy a used car. You know, don't buy a Maserati. That's a terrible investment, so. Yeah, like cars are liabilities, folks. If you're not into finance like I am, like totally anally, cars are a waste of money. Yeah. They're just there to get you from A to B. And I know some people have serious love for those and the collectors and all that, and it's their hobby. Sure. And if it's your hobby, good for you. Right. But I just think, I don't know, it's just... It's just one of those things. Anymore, I think now, if you have a nice car, you're probably either a scammer or a drug dealer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sketched out by you. (laughs) Well, and you know, the story we just did about the psychic fraud, like that, you know, they had all those cars parked. That was the tip off to get caught. (laughs) And it's always that. You see it in the movies, too. Yeah. It's like, how stupid could you possibly be? Let's just like flaunt everything. And that's exactly what they did. In August of 2021, Syed posted a photo of a pickup truck with the caption, no hands ma. At the end of the same month, he posted a video to his TikTok account of a red Lamborghini. Oh my goodness. Being unloaded from a flatbed truck. Yeah. And then a user asked if it was oil money and he replied COVID money. So you're even more stupid. (laughs) Like the stupid just keeps going. You're like, hey, government, come get me. I'm just frauding you with COVID. Yeah, people don't think social media is, like, admissible in court or what? (laughs) I don't know what. I guess not. Like, I I mean, people get fired for jobs all the time because of social media posts. I've seen them use it in court documents, too, like, for those January 6th people. Like, you posted that you were there. So, Yeah, it's just, like total stupid people Mm -hmm. everywhere so Mm -hmm. anyway so then in november of 2021 they became owners of a 1.36 million dollar home in st charles (gasps) illinois wow 
So the Zillow listing features a 3.65 acre plot on a private road with a gated entry, three-car garage, circular front driveway, fountain, white pillars, iron double doors, crystal chandeliers, and a curved floating staircase. Again, you're just like putting up red like flags. You might as well set off fireworks saying, I'm a scammer. Holy crap. No one is making this much money. Right? I know. So then Syed's nephew posted a video in December of 2021 unveiling a 2018 Ford GT, which cost about $985,000. <laughs> and then at the end of December, two videos were posted on the nephew's YouTube channel showing a Ford GT parked in the driveway of the couple's St. Charles home. It's like all these stupid things. So then in December of 22nd of 2021, also a 2003 Ferrari Enzo was auctioned off for $3.7 million to a person in Illinois. So guess who that was? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I guess it was the world record is the highest sale price achieved on an online car auction platform and the highest sale price achieved <laughs> for a Ferrari Enzo in an online auction. Oh, man. Just like, highlighted. the stupidity just keeps <laughs> on, like, going. Like, these people are really dumb. Yeah, really. Really, really stupid. Really. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. They're going to be in so much trouble because, like, this is, like, multiple states involved. Mm-hmm. Like, you're talking about the attorney general to the states. Oh, yeah. That's pretty serious shit. Yeah, once the feds get involved, it's a whole other level of trouble. Oh, yeah. They're going to come in and, like, take everything down to the wall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're going to take all of your shit, basically. Yeah. So. Sounds like these people deserve it. Good riddance. Oh, 100%. So now they're trying to find out, I think they're trying to figure out the lawyers in the case that the main question is for the prosecution is whether the family's lavish lifestyle and expensive possessions were obtained with dollars made through this COVID testing business, which probably so. Obviously, (laughs) yeah. If you're billing the federal government $122 million, I'm sure. And just moments Um, before you had started six failed axe-throwing businesses. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So now we have around the country. So there's many scams that are similar to this scam. And COVID testing is still like kind of in high demand. So medical experts and government officials are warning consumers to be extremely wary of COVID testing scammers in substandard or fraudulent pop-ups testing centers. Hmm. So these people are probably just setting stuff up, maybe without even like doing anything. They're just like put up a stand and they're like, oh, we're a COVID testing site and they buy a bunch of fake crap. I don't know. Yeah, you probably could. Like I said, the, the one that I went to today, I can probably Google it and see. I should have done that before I went. Um, my mom recommended it. I don't know if you're done with the story, but I have a little, my brother experienced okay. this, you know. Yeah. He, he went to one of these places. It was just a trailer and he got his kids tested and he needed a specific kind of test for them to go back to school. And the test came back negative. But then all of a sudden, I think he had to give him his insurance information because all of a sudden he was getting calls saying, hey, we're not paying for this. And it was like a $400 test or something like that. Or maybe it was because he has multiple kids. So maybe it was that much for all of them. Anyway, they don't accept tests for children at that age. The insurance company doesn't. So the fact that they were even giving them the test in the first place is the scam. They were giving children tests that insurance companies won't pay for because they're under five or whatever. So it was like, oh my gosh, this is such a blatant scam that they even advertise that they will give a test to a kid under that age when insurance companies are like, we don't give, you can't get a test for a kid under XH or whatever. So that kind of test, it's like a PCR test or something. 
So anyway, he got it sorted out. It was obviously fraud. He didn't have to pay it, but still it was like, wow, this is really easy to get scammed this way. I mean, I didn't have to give my insurance information today, so I'm sure they're just directly billing the government. But like I said, I have given it before, so I might have been on the hook. I don't know. I just, just go to Walgreens. <laughs> yeah. I go guess, to your hospital for crying out loud. Just, I, I know. These pop-up sites are scary now. I don't know. I know. It's, it's kind of weird. Like, it just doesn't seem like you really have to do some research to see which ones are legit or not. Really. Right. 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 So. It's shut down, though. That testing site yeah. is shut down now. At least. Yeah. They got into big trouble. So, on January 19th of this year, a Minnesota's attorney general. I actually have talked to her because of the, if you remember the seller's playbook scam. Oh yeah. Wow. Minnesota is actually really good about catching scammy crap. Like I gave them a bunch of information on those assholes. Huh. Interesting. When I talked to them, cause uh, that's who they're always looking out for that kind of stuff. Wait so Minnesota. Yeah. So yeah, Minnesota's attorney general sued the CCC and its associated clinical lab for failing to deliver the COVID-19 test results or delivering untimely or falsified test results. So now they're getting sued. Good. Which is good. Yeah. And they're accused of billing the government for $113 million for tests provided to uninsured patients across the country. And they instructed employees to lie to consumers that their test results had been inconclusive and that they needed to take another test. Hmm. So they were making them like retest to make more money. Oh my goodness, that's terrible. So, Oh yeah, it's like so terrible. And so then the Minnesota Attorney General says the testing company's advertisements and representations are deceptive and misleading. So right now they have a better business rating of an F. Um, <laughs> yeah. The Attorney yeah. General there is Keith Ellison, by the way, everybody. So right. props to Keith. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's all over the country. Colorado is involved in this. Wisconsin, Illinois, like there's like so many different states with this whole Oh, I'm sure right around them, especially because, you know, Illinois, Ohio, I bet all of them around there. Right. Indiana. Yeah. And I'm sure like some of the medical providers were sending people to these sites too to get tested because they couldn't keep up with it. Yeah. I mean, so this one in particular was right next to a hospital I I went to today. So for some reason that made it feel more legit. Like, Oh, maybe they're just walking next door. (laughs) Even though that was a completely different company. Yeah. So right now it looks like doctor's clinical laboratory was the apparent lab that all this went to. So the company's voicemail was full emails to the company's contact email were not replied to in time for this article. And it says here, the laboratory's registered address with the state is a UPS store in Chicago. So super duper scammy. Yeah, yeah. These people. So I don't know yet. It's still in the litigation process of this. So we don't know, like, what they're... We'll have to do an update later to figure out, like, what type of, like, a prison sentence these people are going to get or, (laughs) you know, how much trouble that Mm -hmm. they're actually going to get into if they lose their ridiculous cars and everything i'm sure they will seize all of that i hope so i sure hope so i mean it's it's kind of difficult to prove this probably but hopefully they i just googled the place i went to and they have scammy stuff all over too i'm like great i just contributed to this everybody so i notice scams all the time now because of this podcast (laughs) so even when you have my eyes you still get fall for this crap so I'm always more concerned about whether I have to pay money. Right. I, I'm not. I'm not thinking about the fact that I am paying money. It's just coming in the background. So it's right out it's, of your paycheck. It's so indirect. Taxes. It's easy to run a scam. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, well so this is a good one. Another, Crazy. yeah, I was, I'm like, you know, and they probably could have got away with it if they just like tweaked a few things and not yeah. bought like million dollar mansions and cars, idiots. Oh gosh. Yeah. That is always a tip off. Yeah. Duh. Man. I know. It's like they it's just like, can't control themselves. Like, and also people who are wealthy, we see it like with Trump. They're so impervious to any kind of prosecution half the time that they just think by having money somehow that they're going to be protected because, oh, well, I can get the best lawyers, you know, and I can just disappear or whatever. And it's not necessarily not true. <laughs> so I see how they get really ballsy with these things and then just basically kind of throw caution to the wind a little bit. But hopefully. Oh, my God. Well, I'm well, ex- like- excited for the update on this one. Yeah, hopefully these people will be going to jail. Yeah. Hopefully they watch shows like Breaking Bad so they can figure that out next time. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, good one. Thank you, Mary. Yes. Contrary. For sure. If a company is willing to falsify records, lie to you, not store your COVID sample accurately, they are playing with your life. Thanks, everyone, for listening to Real Talk. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen. We look forward to having you on our next one.